0: Hey everybody, Mike Dissepley, Heritage Financial Advisory Group. Today is Wednesday, October 10th, and this is an interim market update. Uh, Given some of the recent downside activity in the markets, I wanted to provide a quick update here, give you a couple things to consider and try to bring some perspective around this recent sell-off in the market. Uh, Today the Dow Jones was down about 830 points and that caps off a pretty rough 3 week stretch. And immediately people want to know why is this happening, what is the culprit, what is the number one thing we can point to as the catalyst for this downside movement. And more often than that is the media jumps all over this and everybody wants to call or ask or speculate, is this the next big downturn in the markets? Is this the next 2008, the next 2001, the next 1998 and what have you? And this is why we want to try to bring some perspective around this so we can keep you grounded and keep you centered with your strategy. The first thing to consider, this is not the type of economic backdrop that precedes a crash in the markets. If you look back at all previous crashes in the markets, the economy was on much weaker grounds at that time. Currently, the United States economy, as measured by GDP, is estimated to grow this year anywhere from 3.5% to 4%, the highest level of growth we have seen since pre-recessionary levels. Okay, That's about two times the growth that we've seen year over year for the past nine years during this current bull market run. Second thing I want you to consider is the hiring markets. The labor markets are as tight as they've been since the late 1950s. What that tells us is that businesses are expanding and as a result of the competition in the workplace, wages are being forced up. Again, if you look back at previous crashes in the market, 2008, 2001 and beyond, unemployment levels were much higher before those depressionary levels started to set in. Third thing I want you to consider is how investor sentiment works. Investor sentiment is the moods and attitudes of how investors feel about their portfolios and the markets on a forward looking basis. And investors that don't have a plan and don't have a strategy tend to react very emotional to big swings in the markets. So what you're seeing here over the last couple days, over the last couple weeks, is panic selling in the markets. This is people without a plan, without a strategy. Who are watching gains evaporate in investments they own and they really don't know what to do and they're selling into weakness in the market that's why when you turn on the television you turn on your computer and in the morning the dow jones is down one two or three hundred points it picks up in velocity by the afternoon it's very important to remember that this volatility in the market is just like grapes because it comes in clusters if you look back at past corrections and mind you corrections are a much different animal than crashes corrections are something that occur During uptrends in the market, whereas we can consolidate and sell off a bit, but the bull market uptrend still remains intact, and that is what we believe is happening here. This would mark the 21st correction since the bull market began in 2009, and each and every one of them is not fun, but the market has prevailed to move on to new highs as a result. Corrections also have a silver lining to them. They keep investor sentiment on balance, Because as we know, bull markets do not die because investor sentiment takes a hit. Bull markets die when euphoria is present. When everybody and anybody on the street thinks the market has only one direction to go up, and that is higher, that is when bull markets peak out and start to roll over. So these corrections in the market do a great job to level the sentiment playing field to keep people even keeled and reshuffle some of the risk in their portfolio. So we wanna try to bring some perspective around this so you can understand the things that we're looking at as we evaluate markets. Now again, anytime corrections happen, the big winners over the past three, six, and nine months are generally the investments that get hit the hardest. And what you're seeing here today and over the last week is no different. People are selling indiscriminately across the board, whether it's technology or utilities or manufacturing, construction, home builders, you name it, people are selling it. So that tells us it's not one particular sector that's experiencing downside risk that's going to pull the economy under. This is just broad selling across the board and that can be healthy for markets over the long run. And the last thing I'll leave you with to consider for some perspective While this has been a swift move to the downside, there likely is not done. These type of things usually take a couple weeks to play out, and that is totally normal. But even where we sit today, with the market finishing down 830 points, the market is now trading at levels that we saw in mid-July. So again, it's it's not fun to give up gains, but if you put it in perspective like that, back in mid-July, when the markets were making new all-time highs, People were very happy with the state of affairs in the markets and the economy. But as markets continue to rise and now give some of those gains back, the psychological aspect of that is not fun. If we know one thing about psychology of markets is the losses hurt two times more than the gains feel good. And that is what spurs bad investor behavior from retail investors that do not have a plan. So in summary, we are not concerned about the overall backdrop of the U.S. economy. We think this is the strongest the economy has been in the last 10 years, and we think that will support the markets moving higher. But we will have some of these short-term pains to achieve long-term gains. So with that said, if you have any questions, I would encourage you to reach out to me, give me a call, send me an email. Always happy to talk with you about your specific situation. We just wanted to shed some insight about some of the things that we're considering here in the office and let you know how we're acting and what we're evaluating on your behalf. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.